Welcome to Nano Matters, the podcast that explores examples of nanotechnology. I'm Lisa Friedersdorf, Director of the National Nanotechnology Coordination Office. Here with me today is Juan Pablo Geraldo, an Associate Professor in the Department of Botany and Plant Sciences at the University of California, Riverside. So Juan Pablo, can you share with the listeners what you're working on with respect to plants and nanotechnology? Hello, Lisa. Thank you for having me. We are working at the interface of nanotechnology and plant biology with the goal of developing sustainable nanomaterials that can improve agriculture, that can allow us to monitor uh, the environmental health, and that can also turn plants into technological devices that can make a high-value products, so for example, biopharmaceuticals or biofuels on demand. So I understand that you have developed a technique for measuring when a plant is under stress and that you can detect these signaling molecules that they release. Can you tell us how you're doing that work? Yeah, we are interested in establishing a communication with plants by using nanotechnology. And so plants cannot tell us uh, when they are healthy or when they are experiencing the stress. We only see the stress after the plants have shown damage, like leaves fall or leaves turn a different color. And so nanosensors that we are developing in my lab, they can uh, allow these plants to communicate with electronic devices, such as a camera, and report the health status by changing the fluorescence or light intensity of the sensors. And then a camera can record that and then report that to a computer and the computer in turn can advise the user or the, the, the owner of those plants and tell them like, well, the plant needs to some help to alleviate that stress. So I've seen some headlines and some discussion about how plants can be used as sensors to detect some sort of hazardous chemicals. Are you working in that area as well? We're working, yeah, on multiple areas in the space of nanosensors for monitoring plant health, but also we see plants as sampling devices in the environment. They are constantly taking up water and air, and they can be excellent platforms for monitoring, as you said, the presence of hazardous chemicals uh, in the environment. And so I was involved in earlier research that allows us to detect uh, like uh, hazardous chemicals in groundwater using this type of nanosensors in which the plants take up water from the soil and the the hazardous chemicals are in the soil, then they they will be transported up to the leaves where the sensors are located and then the plant cannot tell an electronic device or a camera whether or not there is a hazardous element in the environment. And so I think that's an area that could be uh, an interesting potential for turning plants into technological sensing devices. That's really fantastic. I think the concept of a canary in a coal mine, but taken to a much larger level, if you have the ability to sense hazardous chemicals with plants, the early surveillance seems like it could really have a huge impact. What types of chemicals are you able to detect? And you mentioned the sensors could communicate with a cell phone. So could you talk both about the types of hazardous chemicals you can detect and how you do the readout? 
The hazardous chemicals that we demonstrated we could detect in an earlier study was explosive compounds, actually, that uh, can be present in groundwater. And so the plants, because they can bioaccumulate these compounds in leaves, they can detect like low traces of these compounds in the environment. And so we also think that there are other uh, applications that could be useful is, for example, to detect arsenic or hazardous chemicals. So I know some colleagues in this space are also working in this area, and there have been reports of detections of arsenic by plants. And this is a huge problem in certain like crop fields where we don't know if there is a hazardous chemical in the environment where we're growing our food and plants sentinels of hazardous chemicals can provide that information for us and monitor those conditions uh, and report it to um, man-made monitoring devices that are used in agriculture. Could you describe how you would need to treat the plants that would provide them with this communication capability? And how do you use nanotechnology to do this? Our goal is to make tools that are economic, uh, scalable, easy to use, And so one delivery technology that we created was to simply apply a solution of nanomaterials in aqueous and liquid solution on the leaf surface. And then from there, the nanomaterials have the uh, unique ability to move spontaneously on their own from the leaf surface into the plant tissues and allocate in the sites where they are needed for detecting the stress or detecting these hazardous chemicals. So what we will envision is that in laboratories, we could make these nanosensors, but then people at some point could just have a, a small solution that they can just spray or apply on any plants. And so that, that could be transformed yeah, the way that we use plants in even in remote areas of the world where there is no infrastructure, uh, because plants do not need infrastructure to work. They are powered by solar energy. Uh, they can repair themselves. They don't need a technician to come and, and fix them up. And they are uh, right there almost in all environments where humans live. So uh, there is huge potential for plants to act as sensors, but also other technological devices, such as like making high-value compounds and biopharmaceuticals and biofuels. So could you expand on that a little bit, how you could use plants to become biomanufacturing machines? So plants are like marvelous nanotechnology-based devices that can make wide variety of biopharmaceuticals. Like we have been for, for centuries even using plants as sources of uh, medicines. What we have not learned yet is how to control them on demand to make the biopharmaceuticals that we want. And so my lab is uh, developing tools that you can deliver genetically encoded information into uh, organelles, components of plants that can make a wide variety of molecules that are used in the biopharmaceutical industry, like mRNA vaccines or protein-based drugs or hormones and lipids. And so that is what we we think like a nanotechnology particle solution uh, that we apply on the leaves could turn the plants easily into a biomanufacturing device. And so hopefully that is something that someday anybody could use for the benefit of humankind. So what type of plants are you able to turn into these biorefineries? Do you have to have a specialized type of plant or could I spray my bush out here behind my house? Yeah, that's a great question. So the goal is that to use cellular structures in plants that are present in all plants on Earth. And so these are photosynthetic organelles called chloroplasts. 
And so these chloroplasts are in your garden, outside, in all the plants that you see. They are in crop plants. They are in the most remote forest on Earth. But they are like marvelous uh, machines for making all kinds of varieties of compounds. And so you do not require to have a specific plant. Uh, it could be any plant. So how would you harvest the biopharmaceuticals, mRNA, for instance? How would you harvest it from the plants? Well, uh, so, well, that is something that we are starting to work on, but there are very easy techniques to extract chloroplasts from plants, uh, something that only requires maceration, extraction, and then uh, spinning them down. So they are like uh, little microcapsules similar to the lipid capsules that mRNA vaccines use. For example, the Moderna vaccine uses uh, mRNA encapsulated in a lipid uh, vesicle. Well, chloroplasts are formed for, by lipid members, lipid vesicles. So you can envision that the contents of the biopharmaceuticals that we want to produce are already encapsulated there. Thank you so much for sharing so much information about the work that you're doing. It's it's really fascinating to see the combination of nanotechnology and plant biology, developing technologies in addition to understanding and mitigating stresses to help future agriculture. Do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, so throughout this work, I have started seeing plants in a different way, not just like as sources of food, materials, or aesthetic elements in the environment. I have learned how to appreciate them as a potential technological platforms that can allow us to sense hazardous chemicals in the environment, monitor the plant health, or perhaps, as we discussed, turning them into biomanufacturing devices. And I think that if we accomplish that, that will change the relationship that we have with plants and will make us appreciate them more and provide them more value than they already have. And so I hope we accomplish that and uh, people could establish someday a way to communicate with plants directly in your backyard or anywhere you go for a hike or in your crop fields. <laughs> 